Next on BYU Sports Nation, Cougar football left out by another power conference. The ACC says no to scheduling BYU as a Power 5 opponent. What ESPN's Kirk Herbstreit thinks about that. Plus, additional reaction from from some of the nation's top college football writers. And checking in with the future of BYU basketball, Kyle Collinsworth on rehabbing from his ACL injury and saving lives. Let's go. This is BYU Sports Nation, presented by the BYU Store. Simulcast on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Now from Studio B, your hosts, Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan. BYU Sports Nation presented by the BYU Store on your TV and radio. That's your home for authentic BYU products. Throw your hands up for Thursday, May 15th. I'm Spencer Linton, teamed up with ACC Commissioner John Swafford's sworn enemy, Jerem Jordan. (laughs) I don't know about that, but it will certainly get interesting today. I mean, uh, this show is fun every single day, but some days are more fun than others. This is one of those days because BYU is... Trending nationally. People are talking about what we're going to discuss at length today, which is the ACC's announcement uh, about BYU on the out uh, in the Power 5 Plus non-conference scheduling. Uh, The ACC is not the SEC. I'll leave it at that. Wherever and however you may be joining us, (laughs) great to have you dialed in. Join our conversation 24-7 using the hashtag BYUSN. Link up across BYU Sports Nation wherever, whenever. And I know you want to get involved about today's Twitter topic because everybody's got an opinion. What impact does the ACC announcement have on BYU football? Use the hashtag BYUSN. We'll discuss this at length today, including ESPN's Trevor Maddich. That's the $100 million question today. Does it it's have an impact? probably worth more than that. Huh. Listen to BYU Sports Nation, noon Eastern on BYU Radio, Sirius XM Channel 143. Watch the simulcast live daily on BYU TV and on BYUTV.org. We got lots to talk about and not a lot of time to do it. So rise and shout. It's time for What's Trending. What's Trending in BYU Sports Nation. Topic one. The ACC says no. Commissioner John Swafford officially announcing that BYU is not a non-league Power 5 plus opponent in schedule. Brett McMurphy. (laughs) said this earlier today on Twitter. Quote, the ACC has decided BYU will not count as a non-league Power 5 opponent, sources told ESPN. End quote. So not officially announced, but essentially. The SEC uh, had a similar deal where they haven't officially announced it, but it looks like that's going to happen. So two of the Power 5, or P5s, announcing that they do not consider BYU one of these teams that they've said, okay, the ACC and SEC are going to tell their conference uh, their, their teams. You need to play a non-conference game against a Power 5 team. And that's essentially going to be your toughest non-conference game. BYU not in that, in, not included. So what does that mean? It means Notre BYU is. is not nearly as enticing for some of these other teams to go out and schedule. That's what it means. How much of an impact will it have when it's implemented in 2017? To be and, determined. And teams can still schedule BYU. They can. That doesn't mean they can't. It just they're way less enticing. There are 65 Power 5 teams times by at least three games a year, 195 games a year, that BYU could still be scheduled. They will still get scheduled. Initial reaction to this, this is grade A baloney. Malarkey. I mean, garbage. Hey, that's, 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 that's the initial reaction. That's the yes. fan like, what? It's Come offensive on. to BYU fans that they're not included in that. It is. Okay. I mean, I mean, really? The, the ACC trying to say, we're on par with the SEC. 
No, you're not. You just produced the national champ, but historically you're not the same, right? What did the rest of your teams do? Right. But the Power Five is, the, is this group that understands each other uh, and is going to move almost as one. They're making similar decisions and kind of feeling that out right now uh, on the battlefield of public opinion, and Twitter is a big part of that right now. Are we bothered by this? Clearly. Yeah, yeah. The fanboy in all of us as BYU Sports Nation Wants to yell, this is junk. But let's qualify this with some of the nation's leading college football experts just to say that we're not alone. How about Kirk Herbstreet in response to a question on Twitter this morning? Do you think BYU should count as a power out of conference game for the SEC and ACC? The SEC and ACC. From Vaca Viti. He tweets into the show sometimes. Yes, he does. And Kirk's response, are you serious? Of course no-brainer. That is the guy in college football right now when it comes to analysts. Who's doing that's the Saturday huge, night game? That's a huge Who's doing voice. the national championship? It's Kirk Herbstreit. And he's not the only one saying stuff like this. Paul Meyerberg, college football writer for USA Today in sports. He said, unlike the ACC, BYU has actually defeated Oregon, Oklahoma, UCLA, and an SEC team in the recent <laughs> past. <laughs> Zing! Okay. Yeah, yeah, they're they're beating teams. They they come with tradition. They they compete against the top tier teams in college football. Andy Bitter, a guy who is one of the lead writers for Virginia Tech. Appropriate name for BYU today. Who, oh by the way, is an ACC guy. Virginia Tech. About BYU, he says, quote, seventy six and twenty eight since two thousand six. Eight bowls. Yep. Schedule Indiana instead. <laughs> or Kansas. Oh. Jake Capes, go get him. Kentucky. Really? At Mark Ennis, college football writer from Louisville, Kentucky. Louisville. He's in the SEC country with Kentucky and now ACC now country the ACC this because year. of Louisville. He says, BYU doesn't count as a power conference game, but Kentucky does. End of statement. <laughs> like, this is, this is crazy. It's just nuts. In 2013, BYU had a better season than most of the ACC. Which brings us to the stat of the day, Spencer. It's the BYU Sports Nation stat of the day. Nine, German for no, and our stat of the day. In 2013, BYU had a better record than nine ACC teams. Nine. And that is with, count it, eight wins. Let's expand this further. Let's go equal to or better record than other Power 5 conferences. 65 teams, 38. BYU had a equal to or better record than 38 teams last season. In the power, of the Power Five. That's 58%. BYU is better than half the Power Five. BYU, historically, we know what they've done. We'll just give you two stats to illustrate this. Last 40 years, tied for fourth most wins in FBS. Is that good? Wow. Yep. Last 30 years, 12th highest winning percentage. That's higher than USC, LSU, Alabama, and Notre Dame. Heisman Trophy winner, national championship, all of this. But I'll be the first one to say, BYU cannot lean on its 80s merits. Nowadays, Not they now. cannot. This ACC scheduling announcement validates that point. So the question is, is BYU, as an independent, nationally relevant enough to get scheduled in this? And the answer has been no. What are the, what are the ACC folks looking at? First of all, BYU as an independent. As an independent, the last three years. Ten wins. On eight a, wins. In a week schedule, but ten wins. Eight, eight wins. Eight. eight wins. Okay, that's not terrible, but it's not eye-popping. It's and not, BYU it's not needs to, to be eye-popping. Now, now, look, the fact that BYU is mentioned in this conversation and is trending nationally in this 
is a sh- sign of respect. Guess who's, guess who's out and not discussed? Boise State, Central Florida. Cincinnati. Cincinnati. These teams are not in. They're out. They're not even being considered right BYU now. BYU is discussed because of independence. Would BYU be better off if they were in the Mountain West right now? Not necessarily. No, because I think they it's be, a wash. They wouldn't be discussed. BYU is being seen on ESPN. They're scheduling better teams. It is a better situation right now. I don't think that's the long-term situation, though. Okay, so that's the lipstick on a pig, right? Okay, yeah, they're being, they're being discussed. That's great. I think this is garbage. I do. I mean, that, that is my personal opinion. I'm right there with Kirk Herbstreit. This is, I can't even believe that this is being discussed because of the tradition that BYU football carries even as an independent. Yes, that's what the ACC is seeing. They lost to Virginia last year. Well, guess that what? That didn't help. That, that's, that's, that's right. That's not going to help. But they've dominated Georgia Tech. They're going to beat Virginia. Broncos two wins in seven games against the ACC. They're going to beat Virginia by 30-plus at home this year. Like, I feel bad that, for the Cavaliers. I feel bad for the Cavaliers. even bigger. You know what? You're not supposed to hold grudges, right? You go to Sunday and you learn about that. I hope BYU holds the biggest grudge. <laughs> that Virginia comes in here and it is just... A butt kicking because of this. I hope that happens. BYU, Taysom Hill, he's going to I smoke hope you run for 260 yards against Virginia. Brett McMurphy, the guy who broke the news today, and by the way, he is an absolute newsmaker. Uh, he was on the show last week. Man, we Talk had him on the show last week. He talked about BYU going independent and how initially that was a good option. Yeah, I thought it was a great move. But literally the, the instant after BYU made that move, the entire college football world changed. And the B- very bluntly, BYU is not in the Power Five conference group. Yeah. And Notre Dame is. And so you're kind of fighting an uphill battle. There's this new rift that the new college football playoff has created. And as exciting as it is for fans and as unquestionably profitable it is for the money makers. Yeah. And it will continue to be. It has like been the catalyst in all of these major changes that are happening on the landscape of college football right now. And it has not worked out for BYU as an independent, but they didn't, I mean, how can you plan for something like that? Do you go independent? You didn't see all of this coming. You didn't, you didn't know that all of this was going to happen, but still, I still feel better about BYU being in, an independent than in the mountain West conference right now. I, I do too. Or even the, the American BYU fans were clamoring for Tom Holland no. BYU to go to the big East. Now the American, they are out as well. BYU's in the same position they would be in. They're discussed today because they're in a, an independent. By the way, BYU uh, is, is, I guess they're not Power 5 plus worthy. They're not so big that when Florida State came in here in 09 that they didn't take some of BYU's grass and put it in their sod cemetery. It was not a big deal to them. Yes, it was. It was a really big deal. BYU is a name in a brand in college football. But because of the way they played as an independent, the ACC has taken this stance. Had BYU won double-digit games the last three years, maybe they're, consi- they're, they're in the same breath as Notre Dame in that they are scheduled yes. in the Power 5+. plus. We'll continue this not. conversation at length, oh, by the way, with another notable ESPN college football expert and analyst, Trevor Maddich, will join us in just a few minutes. We'll also talk to Duff Tittle in the BYU Communications Office as well as far as athletics go, uh, Associate Athletic Director. We're going to get some really strong opinions about this, I'm sure. But we'll get the national perspective as well from Maddich coming from ESPN. Don't forget this either. BYU Athletic Director Tom Homo said, Folks, and I quote, I feel like scheduling is proceeding in a positive manner. That was earlier this week. That for me is, if I want to know the state of the program and what's happening, 
Go to the athletic director. And if that's what he says earlier this week, knowing that the ACC is probably going to do what they did today, okay. BYU's, How much does this really affect BYU? Does this really matter? Can I tell you the opponents BYU already has scheduled 2017 and beyond? Please do. That are Power 5. Utah, Cal, uh, Wisconsin, Virginia, USC, Washington State. Did I mention Arizona? Arizona State, Stanford, USC, Notre Dame, four games with them. BYU, (laughs) ladies and gentlemen, BYU will be just fine in getting these games. The bigger concern for me is if the pieces move and BYU uh, is not in uh, when the elite lines are drawn, that worries me. But for now, BYU is fine for now. They are. The opening is a little bit smaller in that window of opportunity. The solution is always the same. Win. Win. Just keep Winning. We're discussing Losing what the ACC sucks. Okay. Winning fixes everything. Thank, Thank you, John, John Beck. Beck. Yes. Winning fixes everything. Let's scan the rest of our BYU Sports Nation beat for other trending topics. It's game day for BYU softball in the NCAA regionals. BYU in Northwestern in Seattle, 730 Eastern. Live audio at ulive.cbsports.com. I just tweeted out a link to that uh, on my personal account, at Spencer underscore Linton. They'll play either favorite Washington or Iona tomorrow. The Cougars trying to survive and advance BYU baseball at Portland, opening the final series of the 2014 season. And golf in the NCAA regionals in Auburn, Alabama. What a day. War Eagle. (laughs) Our conversation just getting started. ESPN's Trevor Maddich joins us next. What does he think about the ACC excluding BYU? BYU Sports Nation is presented by the BYU Store, your home for authentic BYU products. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan live on a Thursday from Studio B. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. It airs weekdays, noon Eastern, 10 a.m. Mountain on Sirius XM Channel 143. BYURadio.org, the BYU Radio iOS app, simulcast on BYU TV. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know what else will be on BYU TV? What's that? And lots of football media day, June 23rd. Uh, join us for web chats, several hours of live studio programming, and a day full of BYU football stuffness. I would imagine that today's <clears throat> excuse me conversation about the ACC is going to come up during Media Day. Uh, I think there'll be other things between now and Media Day. I think <laughs> I think there'll be other things as well. I don't I don't know. It's, college football is still in a state of of flux right now. It's interesting. The shifting tectonic plates of expansion have have paused for the moment, but. Everyone knows there's going to be changes at some point in the future. What impact does the ACC announcement have on BYU football right now? Use the hashtag BYUSN to give us your opinions. And there are plenty coming in right now. As a matter of fact, let's read a few of those tweets uh, that are coming into us uh, at BYU Sports Nation using the hashtag BYUSN. And uh, I'm not seeing anything. So, Jeremy, why don't you read them? <laughs> There's so many. Okay. At uh, Jer Thorne, he says, uh, BYU Sports Nation speaks wisdom. BYU's fine for now. Focus on winning and the future will be good. We still have Pac-12 games. It's not just Pac-12 games either. L- you look at this year's schedule. Texas. Does Texas think BYU is a Power 5 team? Uh, yeah. Yes. Virginia this season. Uh, at Cal. Those are your three P5s. 2015. And this is where BYU can really make a splash with a senior, Taysom Hill, and uh, Jamal Williams. At Nebraska, Boise State at home, at Michigan, uh, those are some big games. And so BYU has a handful, up to four, a minimum of you know, uh, two, two to four games a year against P5s. 
BYU's got to make a splash with those games. Like, if BYU wins at Nebraska to start the 2015 season, boom, baby. That's I wanna, huge. I want to bring up a point that was made to me earlier today. Who won the Nash? First of all, who won the national championship last year, Jerem? Florida State. Ah, okay. And they have this thing called the Turf Cemetery. Yeah, I brought it up. The Correct? Sod, the yeah. Sod Cemetery. Yeah, the Sod Cemetery. Florida yeah. State, the defending national champions. Who did they beat in 2009 and take a huge chunk of turf from? I'm Back gonna, to Tallahassee. I'm going to guess Brigham Young. Since that, I already told this story a yes, few minutes ago. Yes, yes, you did. Okay. So, again, we're just we're reemphasizing the fact that they cut the grass up and took it back to their place. We might bring it up again later in the show just because they're the champions of college football and the leaders of the ACC. And if there they is don't BYU. Think, there's Lavelle Edwards Stadium sod at their stadium. Do they not think BYU is a big deal? Oh, goodness. Joining us now, friend of the program, ESPN college football expert and analyst Trevor Maddich, usually on Maddich Mondays, but it's, it's been a Trevor Thursday, and for the second consecutive week That's now, right. we, we have a Trevor Thursday. Trevor, welcome back. What was your initial reaction to the ACC excluding BYU? Well, you know, if you're going to exclude BYU, it's uh, the, the problem they have is that they're talking about going with uh, a, a – a, Scheduled game against a big conference team for non-conference. They've got a five-game rotation every year with Notre Dame. And in addition to that, you've got teams that will play in, for example, a kickoff classic in Atlanta and other big non-conference games earlier in the season. And I think BYU just doesn't quite fit in over there because of what they're, what they're being uh, asked to do from a non-conference standpoint. Now you're adding another potential loss. Let's look at the ACC specifically, Trevor. BYU has three future games scheduled with an ACC team. That's Virginia. Uh, this season, then I believe 2019 and 20. Does BYU even need games against the ACC necessarily? They want them, but do they need them? Well, it would be nice to have them because they're high-profile games on the East Coast, and that helps with recruiting. It also helps with television viewership. It just drums up interest everywhere. And so, you know, that's, that's I think, a good thing for BYU to have. I mean, you go to Atlanta and play Georgia Tech, for goodness sake. I mean, that's a, that's a very positive thing. Uh, but they can still go to Central Florida, which is a you know, game they've got scheduled. They can still go to other schools on the East Coast, but the ACC are the big schools on the East Coast. Um, and so that's, that's I think, a, a loss for BYU from a recruiting standpoint and from an interest standpoint. Why do you think this is creating so much angst among national college football writers such as yourself and Kirk Herbstreit, who said, I think the ACC and SEC should include BYU. It's a no-brainer. What's causing this rift among national pundits in college football? Well, I think everybody wants to see big games. And BYU is a big brand-name game. And I think people that follow uh, college football understand how interesting BYU is from a national standpoint. There's a lot of history there, but there's also a lot of very good football played by BYU. And that's why I think they like to see the matchups. Plus, you see differences in culture. You've got BYU coming out of Provo, Utah, with the culture of the honor code and everything else, going up against the big bad boys. And I, I go back to the uh, season opener a couple of years ago when they went down to Dallas and played Oklahoma. And BYU got into just an ugly alley fight with the big bad Sooners, and they beat them at that ugly alley fight. Those clean-cut, mostly married, return missionary, you know, nice guys went out there and won a nasty fight. And that kind of a, a culture matchup, I think, is a, 
a good thing for college football. And I think that's one of the reasons that pundits and fans would like to see more of BYU against teams like that. ESPN's Trevor Maddich is on BYU Sports Nation, a member of the 1984 National Championship team for BYU. We've discussed uh, kind of the BYU angle and then everyone else's angle on this, which is BYU is better than the half of the Power Five. They had a 50, 58% of the Power Five last year. BYU had an equal to or better record. But, uh, and then historically, BYU, people know BYU won the national championship, Heisman Trophy winners. BYU tied for fourth most wins the last 40 years. All of that. BYU is legit. However, in independence, BYU has not been nationally relevant, I think, as much as they've wanted to be. How is that factored into this decision by the ACC, Trevor? I don't know that that factors into it because BYU, I think, is nationally relevant. The thing is, because of independence, their schedule has been front-loaded with the best teams on their schedule very often because the best teams usually are having their non-conference play earlier in the season, and then they get into conference play, and they don't want to play a a team like BYU uh, during conference play. For example, you look at SEC teams, and, and most of them schedule somebody like Coastal Carolina, or some other just small, small school in November, the week before their huge rival, so that they can rest their starters, give the backups a little bit of playing time, and then head into the big rivalry game. So BYU is not a team you want to play at a time like that. So because of that, from a national perspective, BYU, when they lose a couple of games, it's early. And then people turn their eyes away and don't see how well they're playing the rest of the season. So, so I think that that's a bit of a misnomer, and I don't think that had much to do with the ACC's decision. I think it was more that their schedule is already very heavy. The ACC plays a, a, a lot of really tough uh, non-conference teams, and so uh, adding BYU to the mix, given that they've got to rotate Notre Dame through it, and given that they've got so many other big-name schools already on the schedule, and the definition of a, a non-conference game from a Power Five conference every year for every team, you know. Then, if you throw BYU into that, in addition, well, all you're doing is scheduling yourself a potential loss. Yeah, and I get that from the Notre Dame perspective, especially with the ACC. It, it's unique in that they'll have five games, like you said. I guess from my perspective, I think BYU could have been that uh, they've been able to. The ACC can ignore BYU because they won eight games last two years. If BYU would have won 11 games the last two years uh, each, then maybe they could have been in a can't-ignore-you situation. What do you think of that? Well, I think, I think the definition is important. I mean, ultimately, I think the hope for BYU fans is that BYU will be designated as an honorary member of the Power Five. If that's the case, then you've got conferences like the ACC, the uh, SEC, etc., that are making a point to schedule at least one non-conference team from the Power Five, if BYU is thrown into that, then all of a sudden they are included in that basket, and they'll get scheduling any way they want. Because now all of a sudden, instead of BYU replacing a team like a Coastal Carolina or a Villanova, BYU would be in there with any other team from the Pac-12, Big 12, etc., in a non-conference game with the ACC or the SEC. So really it's a matter of that definition, and that's what BYU needs to fight for and hope for. Trevor Maddich, ESPN College Football Analyst, joining BYU Sports Nation. So just to clarify, Trevor, you feel like these teams don't want to play BYU because they're essentially afraid of losing to BYU? Well, I, I wouldn't put it that way. I mean, that, that's 
kind of fun to say that way, but I wouldn't <laughs> put it that way. And, and the reason is, look at what the the landscape of college football is right now. It's all about getting into the top four. And to get into the top four, uh, you need to win. And you need to have a good strength of schedule. But when you, you don't want to load up your non-conference schedule unnecessarily. And so that's one of the reasons I think the SEC elected to stay with eight conference games. Because if you had a ninth conference game in there, all of a sudden you give your, your entire conference seven more losses over the course of the conference. Fourteen teams, seven are going to win, seven are going to lose if you add another conference game. So it, it gives another chance for the teams at the top to lose and get bounced out of the um, fourteen playoff. It also gives you a chance to lose an extra game and get bounced out of what used to be called BCS Bowls. Now I think they're calling them con- uh, contract bowls. And it makes the, the middle of the conference less likely to fill out their bowl roster yeah. because all of a sudden those teams that would have been 6-6 six and six very likely are going to be, some of them, are going to be 5-7 and seven because they have to play an extra conference game instead of that extra cupcake to pad that win to sneak into a bowl. So from a conference standpoint, it does make sense if you have to play a Power 5 team anyway to not have one of those extra conference games be a team like BYU unless BYU is defined as a, as a Power 5. Trevor Maddich is on BYU Sports Nation. To me, the big picture concern, Trevor, is that if, if, if a wall is put up between the in and the out crowd, that BYU appears to be on the out by a hair. Uh, is, there, is there any concern on your end as a, as a former BYU player that BYU would be considered out if the lines were drawn right now? Right now, I think if, if, if the lines are drawn, probably so. Probably so. I mean, Notre Dame would be the only independent that definitely would be considered one of those power five. And so BYU would need to make the case. And really that case would be financial. In other words, the, does the financial reward for playing BYU and risking a loss outweigh uh, the, the risk of that loss? And so that's really the case they need to make. And the good thing about BYU is that it is a national brand. And it is a, a program that will draw – people to your stadium when you play them at home. It's a program that will draw eyeballs, and it will give you big ratings whenever you play them. And those are kind of the arguments, because when it comes down to it, college football is not about being inclusive. It's not about being nice to to people on the bubble. It's about protecting proprietary cash flow. And they don't want someone to come in and split the cash flow with them. They want someone to come in and enhance the cash flow. So that's where the argument needs to be made. Trevor Maddox, ESPN college football analyst on BYU Sports Nation, played 11 seasons in the NFL as well, 1984 national champion with BYU. Trevor, does BYU, is it as simple as just winning? They want to press the issue. They want to be included. They want to get into a Power 5 conference at some point, probably. Is it as simple as winning, or is there more than that? No, there's more than that. I mean, think about Colorado joining the Pac-12. That had nothing to do with winning. <laughs> Not clearly, anyway. clearly. And so, yeah. So, and then you look, Rutgers joining the Big Ten had nothing to do with enhancing the Big Ten's football resume. It had to do everything to do with bringing the New York market into the Big Ten network. That's what it had to do with. Yeah. And so, really, uh, if BYU wins and they remain a team that's, that's relevant nationally, and they become more relevant nationally now by winning early so that the conversation around BYU continues nationally um, for a longer time, then they have a seat at the table 
to be able to make that case. That that's not the only case uh, to be made. I mean, when Boise State was winning, 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 uh, they were winning BCS bowls. Well, guess what? No major conference was knocking down their door to join their conference. Why? Well, because as good as Boise's football program is, they're in Boise. Yeah, it's market Boise's one twelve. That's a yeah. one market number. There are seven people in the state of Idaho. They're all, all seven are wonderful people. They're wonderful, <laughs> but still, it, it, you know, it's a small market. So again, we, winning may get you a seat at the table, but money will allow you to, to get up from the table and then walk through that side door. Is Salt Lake City a big enough market? It's market 33, I believe, in the demographics. Is Salt Lake City a big enough market to help BYU? Did Utah prove that with the Pac-12? You know, I think, I, I think in some ways, yeah. I, I think it is an important market uh, the, and is growing as well. It's like Milwaukee. And the thing is, it's also new money. And you have to think of what programs are available to come in. Like, if you take, for example, let's say the Big 12. Let's say BYU would join a power conference. Let's say that. Uh, the Big 12, they don't have a presence now uh, in the Mountain West. Now, they've got Manhattan, Kansas. Wow, that's, that's, well, that's a market for you. Ames, Iowa. You know, the, the Salt Lake City market, I think, would enhance the Big 12 television footprint tremendously. Plus the fact that BYU is not really a market team. It's more of a national team. And so from joining a conference standpoint, I think, I think the Salt Lake City market is a, a very attractive property for any conference that might add BYU. That's one of the reasons that Utah was able to join the Pac-12. BYU, by the way, will probably never join the Pac-12 just from a cultural standpoint. I mean, I mean can you imagine you know, places like Berkeley – you know, sitting down with places like Provo and saying, "Yeah, we have a lot in common." Uh, <laughs> Never. Know, there's, a, there's a lot of there's a lot of differences there. But anyway, as, but as far as other conferences, yeah, as an independent, all bets are off from that standpoint because now it's not a matter of your television market; it's a matter of all these other factors. So, Trevor, do you think the Pac-12 is totally out of the question forever? And do you think BYU <laughs> will be in a Power Five conference at some point in the future? I. Th- as it looks right now, the Pac-12, I believe, is out of, uh, out of the picture forever. And the biggest reason, I think, is Sunday play. The Mountain West, the Western Athletic Conference, were all willing to, uh, West Coast Conference, all were conferences that were willing to not play on Sunday uh, for the Olympic sports for the tournament. So if the, if the track team uh, is, is winning in the conference tournament, et cetera, and all of a sudden, you have a, a, a semifinal or a final to be played on a Sunday. Right. Well, the Mountain West and the WAC worked around BYU. What if the it's Pac-12, football only? I think, is very reluctant to do that. Yeah, what if, what if the Pac-12 or Big 12 took BYU on a football-only agreement and thus taking Sunday play out of uh, the situation? You know, I've heard that said, and I'm trying to think of where it's ever been done before. You know, I mean... Olympic sports go all over the place. I mean, Notre Dame's Olympic sports have bounced around a bit, and and their football right now is a football-only relationship, I think, with the ACC. I'm not sure if basketball has that same relationship. But but other than that, and and by the way, they haven't officially joined the ACC. Uh, It's just a relationship. So it would be brand new if, for example, the Pac-12 became the Pac-14 and BYU was one of those teams, just hypothetically, and it was football only. I mean, it, 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 it just seems weird. So I think that's less likely. To me, the, the, the most sense, if they do join a power conference, would be the Big 12. But personally, I think BYU uh, has a lot going forward as an independent as long as they have a seat at the table. And if the power conferences freeze out BYU because of their new scheduling – 
then that's a problem for BYU. That really is a problem. So, you know, BYU fans have got to hope that this doesn't spread too much. Um, Trevor, Maddox. and it all comes down to it all comes down to the eight versus nine scheduling, et cetera. Because keep this in mind, ACC elected to stay with eight conference games. The problem there is that if you're in different divisions, then you might see a cross-division opponent once every 11 years. Well, that's part of the price you pay for expanding your footprint to 14 teams. You make more money, but all of a sudden weird situations like that happen. And that's one of the reasons that, you know, if they do go to nine conference games, because uh, the Pac-12 is there now and others are too, then, you know, adding BYU just makes it tougher. Trevor Maddich of ESPN, you are a scholar and a gentleman. We appreciate the insight. <laughs> Just so you know, we have the in-studio masseuse uh, ready to go anytime along with the world-class catering. So come back and uh, enjoy the fruits of BYU Broadcasting anytime. You know what? I, would, I absolutely love to. Right now I'm in a small motel in a windswept town in the middle of nowhere in New Mexico. So that studio <laughs> sounds luxurious to me. Look out for the tumbleweeds. Thanks, Trevor. We appreciate the time. Thanks, guys. Our, wow. Okay, so BYU, he doesn't think will ever, ever be invited to play in the Pac-12 or the Pac-14, Pac-16. And he mentioned what we mentioned, which is if the other conferences do what the ACC is doing, that is not good for BYU. Wow. Obviously. Up next, Love that. you better Love believe that. we're going to dive into what Trevor Maddich just told us and discuss things further with Duff Tittle, BYU Associate Athletic Director. He joins BYU Sports Nation in just a bit. This is Bronco Mendenhall, and this is BYU Sports Nation on BYU Radio and BYU TV. Bronco Mendenhall about to enter his 10th season as the head coach of BYU football. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation. Spencer Linton and Jerem Jordan hanging out in Studio B. Follow the show on Twitter at BYU Sports Nation. You can follow us at Spencer underscore Linton and at Jerem Jordan. Log on to BYUTVSports.com today for the latest in BYU Sports news, articles, interviews, highlights. You can also access the film room, watch full games. Go to BYUTVSports.com today. You can watch wins against Oregon, Mississippi, Oklahoma, Oklahoma. UCLA, <laughs> Miami, Georgia <laughs> Tech, twice <laughs> and two years in a row. Yeah. But BYU, obviously, <laughs> out of the conversation. Here's a when... napkin to wipe the sarcasm from <laughs> <Yeah>. your lips. <laughs> I'm going to need more. I'm going to need a brawny paper towel for this one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Resetting some of our top headlines, ACC Commissioner John Swafford says BYU will not be included in the Power Five out-of-conference scheduling. Sources to Brett McMurphy. Not an official announcement yet, but it looks like Telling that will happen. Yep. Yes. Man. And we talked to Trevor Maddich of ESPN. Kirk Herbstreet sounded off on it saying this is ridiculous. Uh, it's a no-brainer. BYU should be included in the ACC and SEC conversation. That's from Kirk Herbstreet. Joining us now, a man who is the BYU Sports Nation historian and, quite frankly, another scholar and gentleman, Duff Tittle, Associate Athletic Director. Welcome back to BYU Sports Nation, Duff. Uh, this news obviously is not good for BYU, but uh, we're trying to figure out if this actually has any sort of major impact on the future of Cougar football. What do you think? Uh, good, to, good to be on with you guys. You know, it's hard to say. None of us have a crystal ball. And, you know, we've been through quite a few things over the last three years. A lot of speculation, a lot of things being thrown around. You know, and ultimately you just have to wait till we see what's real and what's kind of speculative in nature. 
Duff, how does this affect uh, BYU right now in terms of uh, the aims and goals of scheduling in general if the ACC chooses not to view BYU as a Power Five? They can still schedule BYU. Well, ab- absolutely, and I think that's one of the things that's kind of getting missed in all of this, at least in my opinion from where I sit. One is that, you know, Thomas said publicly that he feels quite comfortable with scheduling right yes. now. And, and everybody needs to just settle down a little bit and not take everything that they hear as, oh, hard news, this is it, where it's over. Um, the other thing I need to point out, really, is, you know, what's really the difference between Big Ten, Big, Big 12, Pac-12, who are all playing nine games, right? Yeah. We're still able to schedule those teams without any problems over the last few years. And, you know, it is a moving target, but I think Tom has done a great job since independence of kind of charting our course keeping us on track, staying abreast of all the things that are going on, because it is a moving target. You guys know it as well as I do. And, and just, you know, keeping us in the conversation and scheduling great games. And he's done that. We have already discussed future opponents on BYU's schedule, including the likes of Stanford and USC. Michigan, Nebraska, I mean, coming up real soon. So he certainly has done that. And I'm glad you brought up the point of what he said. And on Twitter, I quote, Folks, I feel like scheduling is proceeding in a positive manner. And I'll end the quote right there. When he says that, it's hard for me as a BYU Sports Nation co-host to not think that BYU football is still headed in the direction they ultimately want to go. Can you back up that feeling that I have, Duff? Is, is, are the Cougars headed in the direction they want to be going? Well, it's hard to say because, like Trevor said, you don't know what's going to happen with the Big Five and are they going to break off, are they going to keep people out? I don't know. But right now, as far as scheduling goes, yeah, I think we're moving in the right direction. Yeah, you know, we've got fourteen of those school. Well, got fourteen of those schools scheduled over the next seven years that come out of those five conferences. You know, and our scheduling goes clear out to twenty twenty five with many of those teams. So, you know, you never know. It's it'll be interesting to see what happens. But I feel we're in a pretty good place. Tom feels pretty comfortable with it. He's also said publicly that he's had some conversations with some of these folks, and he will continue to have those conversations because, you know, this is all really pretty new. Um, and I think you never know because, like I said, we, don't, we can't really look into the future and know what's going to happen. But so far, throughout these three or four years of independence, from the announcement on, he's done a great job of providing leadership, understanding what's going on, keeping his hands on the pulse of things. He's on numerous committees. He goes to lots of meetings and has great relationships with a lot of people around the country. Duff Tittle, BYU Associate Athletic Director, joins us on BYU Sports Nation. What's the biggest concern as the uh, puzzle pieces move again nationally uh, from BYU? What's our biggest concern? Mm Mm-hmm. I just think we want to keep providing, you know, a really top-notch schedule that brings in a lot of great teams here, 